All right, hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I'm your host, Jason Napolitano, and I have on the Zoom recording, Mr. Chris Sheridan. How you doing, buddy? Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> on the Zoom. I'm gonna Zoom right over, yeah. We have been wrestling with the app that we normally record with all day for some reason. I imagine it's because people are going crazy and doing podcasts like like mad right now because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So we've, uh, we're have we doing a workaround, so hopefully this is a good recording. But either way, we'll get some good information through to you and get our Emmett Fox Friday show up so you can listen to it because that's really, that's really the key. We need uh, in this time some good new thought and some uh some positive uh, emmett fox messages i believe so we will try to try to give that to you today so we're uh, of course talking from find and use your inner power as we do each week and we'll just go ahead and jump right into this thing uh, this week's section of the book is called rough altars rough altars so i'm going to start and then i will let chris uh take it and then we'll go back and forth as we usually do and then of course after that we'll talk about it and kind of elucidate some of these points and see how we can put them to work in your life as well as in our own because we need it too. Okay, rough altars. And this is Exodus 20, 25, this first quote comes from. And if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone. For if thou lift up thy, thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. And so that is Moses talking to the people of Israel. And that's God's command to, to them there. So they're not to, to make a hewn altar to God. The secret of success in prayer is to be simple, direct, and spontaneous. Any kind of elaboration is sure to break the spiritual contact and result in failure. In the above text, the Israelites were told that they must not polish or square or otherwise elaborate their altars. They were to use just a rough and ready pile of stones. Now, Israel in the Bible stands for anyone who believes in God and in prayer. And so we see from this text that effective prayer is something direct and immediate. As soon as you begin to elaborate, you're using the intellect. And with the intellect, you cannot get spiritual contact. The intellect is an excellent thing within its own strictly limited sphere, but you cannot pray intellectually. Whenever your mental activity becomes involved, especially if you feel that you're being rather clever or literary. You may be enjoying yourself, but be certain that you are not praying. If a tiger suddenly jumped in the window, you would not elaborate or plunge into abstract metaphysical speculations. You would pray very directly, and you would probably make your demonstration. There's a very practical lesson in this example. The reason people usually get the most remarkable answers to prayer in times of great emergency is that at such times, they are simple, direct, and spontaneous. Now, let me immediately comment on the tiger jumping through the window. He says, you would probably make your demonstration. You're going to really be, uh, be, be working like hell for a, for a real good demonstration if that tiger's coming through the window. And, you know, you're not going to have a, a second chance to, to make that prayer, by the way, if you don't get it right the first time. So he is right about that. And so, you know, I think what he's saying I like that, just those last three words you said, simple, direct, and spontaneous. It's, that's really oftentimes the most powerful energy that we can put out there is the stuff that's coming straight through the heart. You know, those need-oriented, very deep, emotional kind of cries for help, really. 
you know, and I'm kind of reminded of, uh, of, of that idea. And you've, you've talked to me about this before and we've talked about it on the show, but that idea of the mayday, you know, it's this really, it's the last kind of ditch effort to, to cry out for help, isn't it? What is, it's the last thing really you want to say on the radio because it, it may be the last thing you say if you're in peril, but this emergency, it's funny because, you know, if you look at the word emergence, it's like what emerges uh, in this spiritual emergency. Uh, and you don't, you have no time to screw around. You're not even thinking. It's yeah. actually faster than thought. It's immediate and direct. And I think that's really what he's getting at because we can, and it's also, we know what to do in an emergency. If you have time to think about something, well, if I do this, do I do that? Or what if I don't? Or what if somebody doesn't understand? You know, if something's, oh my God, look, someone can't breathe, you know, okay. You just start pumping on their chest or, you know, whatever you learned automatically. You go yeah. into emergency mode. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and you do great things. You do come up with the right answer. You do say the right thing because you're not thinking it and certainly not overthinking it. Yeah, that's, I think that's what he's getting at. This polishing the stone is like overthinking, you know, your prayerful thought. Yeah, I love that analogy though. It's, uh, it's such an interesting thing to, to have this idea of this rough altar and then uh, comparing that to, to a direct, simple, spontaneous prayer. It's the same sort of thing. So in a way, when you're constructing an altar, it's almost like a prayer of thanksgiving to God. And, you know, God is saying in this particular case, he's like, well, I don't want all your crazy adornments and everything. Just, you know, operate out of your, your truth, your purity, out of your heart, out of your spontaneous goodness, and, you know, pile up some rocks and be thankful. You know what I mean? There's something very natural and kind of like earthy in that too. That's, that's really powerful. I, and I think that that rock, you know, motif is really apt, you know, because when we're, really in in our in our true heart of hearts and we're really crying out for some sort of illumination or you know healing or you know saving or saving of a family member or so forth you know we're really operating from our sort of instinctual heartfelt sort of human you know deeply human level you know in all of its fragility and all of its spiritual heights and lows and all you know what i mean there's something really powerful about that and that rock is a really really powerful image especially the sort of unhewn and unpolished stone i like that and that this polishing is you know bringing in the intellect and it's spoiling it you know in some way and it i'm thinking as we're talking that you know it's almost like you know, come unto me as children, I think has been said, um, oh, that yeah. you, you pray like a child would um, to a parent when, you know, a toy's the, you know, broke and the wheel came off and they said, oh, can you fix this? Like, there's really not a lot of thought put into that. It's all heart. It's all devotion that, you know, and really, who are you to say, well, I need to frame my prayer this way or that way or this deity won't understand it. It's like, well, maybe you need a little stronger God or don't think too much of their reasoning power. You shouldn't have to. Um, they'll yeah. get the message if it's from the heart and direct and, and maybe that childlike directness because this intellect kind of comes with adulthood and maturity or at least intellectual maturity. Yeah, and I think also the intellect is oftentimes the part of us that is going to talk us out of our 
faith that's going to talk us out of our miracles. It's going to talk us out of our healings. You know, well, I'd love that to happen, right? You know, I'd love that to happen, but, you know, but I have to, you know, the doctor needs to fix this, or how can I believe in this or that? Because, you know, this, or how do I, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, we, we look, we make all these excuses and find all these barriers. And, you know, just like you said, that, that child, it's really just a simple, faithful request, you know, that, that he or she is making. And I think those are the kinds of things that, you know, have almost like a, like a hotline to divinity in a sense, like it's this true, pure, you know, cry from the heart of what, what you need and, and unadorned with a bunch of, you know, flowery language and so on, you know, it really comes from the soul. So that's a powerful thing, right? Well, that leads to that, you know, simple, direct and spontaneous that he mentioned at the very beginning and at the end, he repeated it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so this would be more the simple, like, you know, childlike, and we talked about spontaneous uh, being something in an emergency when you don't have time to think. Yeah. Uh, there's that spontaneity. Uh, but maybe we could talk now about the direct part uh, of these three uh, requirements. Sure. That's a good point because, you know, here's the thing about it. I think a lot of times, especially today with our complicated theories of metaphysics and theology and spirituality and you know, especially if we've read anything about the esoteric world and all the different types of divinities and, you know, angelic powers and hosts and principalities, and especially if you're into Western ceremonial magic, I mean, it's this highly complicated affair, how everything is built. And, you know, it's quite possible that, that, you know, those, those, those things are the way, you know, the universe works. However, you know, there's also this, this infinite intelligence and this simplicity and this unified field of power behind the whole thing. And you're really going straight to the source with this directness, I think. You know, you're going right to, to God and right to the God part of yourself. And you're, you know, you're crying out for this thing that you need, this protection, this help, this health, this you know, saving your house from, you know, bank, you know, from, from getting it taken away or what, whatever emergency is cropping up in your life, right? And you're going directly to the source and not really kind of, you know, and, and I think there's another thing that's going on. It doesn't, it's, it's saying also you can go direct to God. You don't need to specifically go to a church or do it in this or that way or pray in this or that language with this or that format. It's just a very personal, spontaneous and direct and simple you know, sort of uh, cry for, for help, in essence, you know, but with, with confidence and with faith. I mean, it's not like one of these things, and I love how Reverend Ike always talks about, you know, you don't go to, go to God and start saying, oh, God, I'm a miserable sinner, and I do this, and I do that, and I'm a terrible person, and I don't deserve it, but could you see your way to do this or that, you know? And that's, again, one of those things where we've taken on a bunch of this sort of these intellectual ideas, and we're not just going straight to the source and asking for what we need. We're, we're, we're hemming and hawing about our, you know, what we think our behavior needs to be in order for God to help us or whatever. And we forget the simple idea that, you know, God sends his reins on the just and the unjust equally. Do you know what I mean? Right. And that's what Matthew 5, 44, I think. 45 somewhere nice. around there nice uh, yeah no actually on it i was reading it the other day and i am not a chapter and verse citer <laughs> but, uh, 
Hey. Well, speaking of not citing chapter and verse, uh, I think Exodus 20, that's part of the Ten Commandments, right? Uh, Exodus 20 could be. There's a there's there's two there's two sections where they deal with the with the Ten Commandments. And I think you might be right about that. I have to double check it, but I, I think okay. oh, good call. You're 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 getting good at the biblical. <laughs> I need to, now, now I'm now I'm feeling ashamed of myself. It's like, <laughs> no, but, no, but interesting you brought that up. You know, over the the just and the unjust, yeah. and that's like you know one of the hardest lessons to to learn. I think in all of you know, especially mystical Christianity, is that yeah. you know you really have to love your enemy, and it doesn't mean you have to like them or like what they do. But you know, if somebody who is so harmful uh, or some force. Um, well, maybe they're lacking in love, just like somebody would be lacking for water if they're thirsty. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. very, very hard to do, and it's hard to to think of, but to have this... Uh, it is. You know, and, and who are you? Who are you to judge yourself? You know, this, you know, directness, too, because it's like, well, yeah, even though I'm a sinner, geez, I know I don't deserve this, but please, yeah, you're pulling away from this one-to-one it's like almost, you know, one degree or I guess zero almost degree of separation that it's a, a direct link, like a hotline. You think of a red phone or something. And it doesn't have to be in an immediate emergency either. Yeah. It could be for an ongoing difficulty. Sure. Uh, maybe it's anger or, you know, struggling with weight loss or body image or, you know, any number of things that maybe aren't you know, a great emergency in, in any moment, but over time are, um, you know, very uh, troublesome. Absolutely. I mean, it could, and it could be long-term chronic issues. It could Mm -hmm. be uh, drug or alcohol addictions. It could be, you know, family problems, domestic violence. It could be, you know, a host of things, but these, these are all problems that, you know, our, our faith and our prayer can make a difference in solving. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to give up and say, oh, well, you know, it's, 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 that's too simple. Or, you know, I don't know how to pray, or I don't know exactly what I mean when I say God, or, you know, I don't exactly know how to, you know, phrase this or whatever. None of that stuff matters. That's really what, what he's saying here, isn't it? Right. And, you know, I like to think of a simple direct prayer as being maybe like one sentence. You know, we talked about the shepherd's prayer before from Alan Shepard, the astronaut that said on the launch pad, you know, dear Lord, please don't let me screw up. Yeah. Um, or he dropped the F-bomb, I think. Uh, you know, it's, please, God, help me say the right thing. You know, sure. don't let me stick my foot in my mouth uh, when you're going into a job interview or, you know, talking to somebody maybe you had an argument with earlier in the day. Sure. It's like, please let me, you know, give me the right words to say. Yeah. And then let it go. Yeah, that's you a great pull way. Pull it back. Mm-hmm. And have the faith and, 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 you know, and watch for the results and, you know, be clear in your mind about it and, and, and so on. So, but that's, uh, I think that's the, that's the big, that's the big takeaway from it. This is the simple, direct and spontaneous uh, element of it. Uh, and then, like you said, any kind of elaboration is sure to break the spiritual contact and result in faith. Of course, it doesn't mean if you've got some sort of way that you like to pray and, you know, maybe you like to use the Lord's Prayer or something like that, that those things won't work as well. But really what he's saying is it's the intention behind it. It's the clarity behind it. It's the faith and the direct and simple and spontaneous energy 
behind it, I think. And yet even the wording is, is, what he's, is what he's getting at. So it's literally simple, direct, and spontaneous. But I also think you could, you know, port that over to the idea of, well, I have this way that I like to pray, and generally I do it like X, Y, Z, and I like to formulate it like this. And if you're comfortable doing that, I mean, go for it, for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, bring this spirit of, of, of what we're talking about, this rough altar type spirit where you're, you know, the sort of primal, faithful confidence and, and trust in that source that you're asking for what you need. Do you know what I mean? Well, and sometimes, you know, because of intellect, uh, it's hard to know really what we are asking. We may feel, you know, desperate or in some need of something we know we're lacking. Uh, but the request may come like, oh, I, you know, I want my boss to give me a raise. Um, well, maybe if you go through that and say, well, he doesn't seem to hear my request. Well, he doesn't seem to, you know, like my idea or she. Uh, and that goes back to maybe when you were a child and your older sibling or a parent didn't, you didn't feel like you were heard. And then you go, oh. God, please, I just want to be heard. Maybe that's your prayer. Maybe you need to kind of go through a process and and find that simpleness or what's really underneath because that wouldn't be a simple intellect-free prayer asking about, you know, work and pay compensation and things like that. You're saying, I want to be heard. And that's something a child would ask for, uh, at least in his or her heart. That's a great point. All right, and I don't know if, I, I just wanted to touch on this really quickly because I don't know if we mentioned it in this particular uh, take of, of how many takes we've done <laughs> trying to get the show, but you may or may not notice the sound of crickets in the background, and that is not because we're boring. It is because Chris has a little bit of nature in his home right now, so there's an inner and outer balance over there. So that's what we're dealing with. Those crickets are, those crickets are our friends, and they're, 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 they're signaling their... Uh, their simple, direct, and spontaneous love towards us. That's what's happening. So, well, I think they're sending it out for some cricket love. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. They're really yeah. not interested. They're not interested in me at this point. No. <laughs> they're certainly not interested in me. I'm far too far away. So there you go. Good point. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Well, that will probably bring us to the end of this. We usually like to keep these shows a little bit tighter and, and shorter. And I think we got made our point. Um, so think about that idea of the rough altar, that sort of analogy for this really simple, direct, and spontaneous prayer that you can offer up. Look, in times of turbulence, in times of, of need, in times of fear, in times of frustration, this is the time to reach out to God as, as you know God, you know, however you see God, um, and, and really offer up these spontaneous, clear heartfelt prayers and don't worry about the the wording and don't worry about you know whether or not you belong to this or that religion you know it it all you know god is one and human beings are all one and we can speak to to god as we as we are as we are shown in our own soul so keep that in mind any parting words ask from the heart beautiful beautiful See, I, I, I tried to be that poetic and you came up with a three-word thing that summed it all up. Ask from the heart. I love it. Way to go, man. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate your input as I do uh, every, every show that we do. Um, oh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, please share us with your friends and like us. 
and rate us on iTunes. That helps get the show out. And if you can, support us on uh, anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. If you can make a, do a monthly donation, that helps us to, to keep the show going and you know maybe put some money into some marketing and get it out to other people. Um, you know, get some equipment that we need and things like that. So please, if you can, support us through there. Uh, we love doing this show and we appreciate everyone who's been supporting us. Thank you so much. Uh, join us on Sunday as well for our, for our longer show that we do each week. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Have a great week. Goodbye and God bless.